0: Triumph and celebration! The crew of the Phantasmal Squonk celebrates their victory over the renegade Nihil Rule Fess while dealing with the loss of their companion, 1N. Everyone on the planet of Naboo regards the crew as champions. Considered in the highest esteem, the crew achieves celebrity status while being saluted by members of Naboo, High Society, and Gungans alike. All is right in the galaxy, and the future seems bright for our heroes. Meanwhile, Martian Roe prepares to enact his new initiative, a plan that will plummet the entire Outer Rim into chaos and change the galaxy forever. What will the crew decide to do next? Will they pursue the mission of the Squonk or take a different path? What will they do most importantly when disaster strikes all across the galaxy?
1: Welcome to the GoNet News Cycle.
2: My name is Paro Dene, in Real Deiro, who is off on assignment. In today's news, Chancellor Lina So has announced plans for the opening ceremony of Starlight Beacon, one of the lead projects in the Republic's Great Works program. Just over a month away, Starlight Beacon will open, and the Who's Who of the Republic plan to be in attendance, including members of the Senate, celebrities, and members of the Jedi Council. The ceremony will be broadcast exclusively on GoNet, Starlight Beacon's advanced communication networks, the first in the Outer Rim. A release from the Chancellor's office states that, quote, This ceremony demonstrates the importance of the Republic's mission to spread freedom, hope, and unity,
1: as we are all the Republic, end quote. In other news... Master Martian, why did you turn that off? I was watching that. I've heard enough of the Republic propaganda. It's time to go to work, three. It's time to see if that data from the phantasmal squonk is worth anything. Oh boy, I love devious plots. They're my favorite. Ugh. Come along, three. We have work to do. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to season two of For Light and Dice. Uh, Chris here, the head referee of this game. I'm so excited that everybody is uh, here. I'm so excited that we're about to start a new chapter, a new season even, of the story. Uh, I, like many of you listening to the show, have no idea what's going to happen in this session. Uh, When you start a new chapter in a tabletop role-playing game, it's not unlike a new season of a television show or a new movie that's connected to a greater story. And, you know, it's always going to be a little bit different and it will feel a little bit like, you know, session one again, except this time, uh, you have characters that are well-established, a group that's very comfortable with playing with each other and the antics can only get more insane and the risk factor can only increase. And so I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. Um, ew, spider, hold on. (laughs) Okay. I'll have to cut that out. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh. Everybody is here right now, and I'm very, very excited. So let's go ahead and do a quick round of introduction. Give me your name, your pronouns, your character name, and your character pronouns. Hope, would you like to kick us off?
3: No. I'm kidding. <laughs> <And> can you? <laughs> Hi. Um, I'm Hope. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. I play Gaz, who is a gazo... Uh, operative and her pronouns are also she her and she is uh she's gone from flirt of the group to mom friend of the group
1: love that love that uh colton uh hello uh
4: my my name is colton um as you know said by chris just there a second ago uh (laughs) i'm i'm competent Um, I'm, uh, I go by Annie, uh, and I'm playing Coriel, uh, who is, a Corbion, and goes by, uh, he, him, or anything, also. So, Cowabunga, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Love
1: that. Uh, Charles?
2: Hi, I'm Charles. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. I play Wynn, the, uh, grumpy former college student ice-calf-drinking pilot uh, of the group, whose pronouns are he, they.
1: Awesome. Uh, Jess?
5: Yeah. Hi, I'm Jess. I use they, them pronouns. I play Lysander, the, the human of the group, and baby boy. He goes by
1: he, him. Awesome. And last but certainly not least, like Charles, Robin.
0: Hi, yeah. Uh, My name is Robin. I use they, them pronouns, and I play Zero, the droid engineer, uh, with no memory, still figuring out what their whole deal is, uh, and their pronouns are also they, them.
1: Amazing. Now, uh, just for a quick uh, behind the scenes, uh, everyone has leveled, uh, so everybody is now level four. They're on the cusp of being uh, powerful in their own right. Uh, And we are using a system that is based off of Dungeons & Dragons. So for those of you that are familiar with Dungeons & Dragons, you know level four is like the last level where you feel like you're uh, a new character, and level five is when you get all that badass powers. We're not quite there yet, but nonetheless, uh, these characters are seasoned. They've gone through some shit. They have overcome some major challenges, and we're going to be going right into that in a second. But also... um, uh, we're gonna be uh this game is kind of kind of be an intro to season two uh because as i've said before uh i don't quite know what the characters are going to do i don't know what they're going to choose to do there's certainly a lot of uh, loose ends and and uh different hooks they can follow but knowing these players uh they could choose to do something completely different and i'm well prepared for all possible outcomes uh, yeah i do also, round
3: two Yag yeah, duel
1: uh that said we do (laughs) operate under what if rules so we're not trying to follow high republic canon on purpose uh but if something were to happen that completely breaks with the books which we haven't quite done yet uh but that is going to be a strong possibility from here on out so those of y'all that are like high republic canon obsessed please know that uh for light and dice canon is its own canon nested within the high republic (sighs) just say my name chris we're not this gonna is about tra- <laughs> me just <save laughs> we're not me. gonna we're not gonna try to stickly adhere to the books but again uh, anything and everything will happen uh, so that said are we ready awesome all right so it has been a few days since we have uh, last visited our characters uh, Naboo has had the festival of, of lights and lanterns which celebrates the uh, uh, History of Nabu is also when Nabu officially joined the Republic, but it's kind of taken on a different turn because after the events against uh, the renegade Nihil Rulethes, you all were able to defeat him, and the uh, the outpouring of support and celebration from everybody in Nabu, everybody from the Queen herself down to the Gungans, have been extremely appreciative of you all and have celebrated you all. Uh, All of you have been invited to parties. Uh, You now have your own condo that you all can share. And the building that the condo is attached to also has its own private spaceport, which means that all three of your ships are now there. Though it does, you do share the space with a couple other um, very rich, very powerful, wealthy Nabuans. Uh, You pretty much have a run of uh, the entire area. Uh, droid crews have shown up and uh, followed your specific instructions on fixing the hyperdrive exactly the way you wish uh, you'd want it. They did install the path drive. Though, just a quick reminder, the Squonk found some concerns with the initial blueprint and made some adjustments. Uh, the Squonk did mention that for whatever reason, the path drive had some kind of transponder system that would allow one to remotely access the drive. That has been removed. Uh, so, uh, uh, kind of weird and curious. Uh, nonetheless, uh, things have finally started to calm down. Uh, droids are all over Thebes right now, kind of cleaning up the aftermath of the festival, uh, taking away all the lanterns, and there seems to be a quiet calm kind of washed over the entire city. Uh, you all have, in your own way, probably dealt with some, uh, pain and trauma. We did lose, uh, one end, uh but we now have Koryao, who's a new member uh, of the group. And you all have taken some time to get to know them a little bit. Uh, but yeah, uh, at this point, um, uh, you all are kind of free to decide what is next. Uh, including, uh, well, I'll leave I'll leave the rest up to you all. Uh, it is daytime. It is another gorgeous and beautiful day in Naboo. It's seasonally springtime, so it's not too warm, not too cold, just right. Um, and <laughs> Thank there's you not a for cloud. geniality. <laughs> <laughs> there, <laughs> and there's not a cloud in the sky uh that said uh there is a bit of a disturbance this morning uh uh those of y'all that like to sleep in uh, are awakened by the sound of sirens uh there are a group of police droids that uh come into the the port area and they have one in two i uh <laughs> quick Robin has uh, lighting uh, in their uh, room and they are now uh, glowing blue and red, which is hilarious. Um, I didn't know you could do that. Uh, but the, the police droids are escorting 1 and 2 into the spaceport. Uh, with uh, with 1 and 2 are also a gigantic amount of clothing, jewelry, and such that the uh, police droids seem to have taken from 1 and 2.
3: So I had a... I... I had a question, but
1: <laughs> okay. Uh,
3: you said that the, the queen also liked us. Did we get to meet the queen?
1: Uh, she, unfortunately, had been way too busy for a private audience. Now, no. uh, her name, because I realized we haven't really talked about her, is Queen Vanna Ditz. Uh, she is an extremely popular uh, re- uh, regent, uh, but this is her last year as queen. There will be an election starting up pretty soon. Uh, but she, you have been in the room with her when she has given formal addresses to larger audiences, and uh, she has gone out of her way to introduce herself to you all uh, whenever you're at any of these parties. What's her boar but... packs there? Who?
3: Her boar packs. Her little dogs. Oh. Were they there, too?
1: <laughs> sure, sure.
3: Gaz <laughs> screamed about that for, like, the entire night when they got back from that party.
0: <laughs> she
3: got to pet the boar packs.
1: Uh, But yeah, she has been busy. Uh, During the festival, a lot of dignitaries uh, from the Core Worlds showed up and she had to attend to them. Uh, Ambassador Pola, on the other hand, has been available to you all anytime you've needed anything. Uh, She has been very cool and calm uh, this entire time. Uh, She hasn't given any of you all the impression that um, she is in the least bit bothered by any of you all. Uh, In fact, uh, she's been quite supportive in making sure that you all are taken care of this whole time.
2: So, luckily, when uh, it gets up early uh, and has been was seated out on uh, a a small balcony uh, when the sirens began uh, with their books of uh, How to Speak Hatties for Dummies (laughs) and Very (laughs) illegal Sith language. (laughs) (laughs) So upon uh, hearing these sirens, uh, they first ignore them. And upon realizing this is one and two, uh, they slowly close the book of illegal Sith language. Uh, Stow it away, pick up their coffee, and just... uh, Okay start out towards the spaceport to see what is going on now.
3: Um, So Gaz has actually been spending a lot of time in the Squonk kitchen um, during this time and like seeing because while she doesn't know where Zakul is she has the impression that it's going to take us a while to get there so like she's been kind of going through and like making meal plans and like prepping things and like what can be frozen, what can be dehydrated, what can be preserved. And kind of getting all of that in order, so yeah. she's uh, since we're knowing that we're a few days away from leaving, she's actually up early. Um, so when she hears the sirens, she kind of comes out of the kitchen and kind of looks at Gonk and is just like, "Wait, where are the where are the babies?" <laughs> <laughs> and just comes out into, of the squonk into the hangar, kind of like, "Oh no, those are our babies."
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so
3: she's probably, if she sees when who's coming in, like, she's probably, like, going over to it, like, oh, no, our babies. (laughs) Kind of look on her face.
2: They are fully capable of committing actual crimes, as we have well established.
3: Yeah, they are. (laughs) Let's see what they did this time.
1: Uh, everybody else, uh, do you uh, react at all to the the sounds, or are you sleeping in, or are you recharging? For in some of your cases, uh, I think Zero would have uh, gone out to
0: uh, check out the sirens as well. Um, isn't necessarily like talking about it is just kind of like what what's up is gonna go join the others and see see what the deal is.
4: Uh, Coriel is uh, playing solitaire, Sabak solitaire. Uh, Sabak solitaire. That's It's how he meditates, um, and is probably going to ignore the sirens.
1: Nice. Uh, yeah. So the, the the police droids, they're uh, they're not much bigger than one and two. There's just a lot of them. There's about a, a ten of them or so. They have a short little pincher arms. So they can kind of float around a little bit. Two large blaring lights that glow and flash whenever they need it. Need to activate them as they are turned on right now. Uh, and when they see you all approaching, the, they turn off their sirens, and one of them floats up to you all uh, and says, uh, These two are not allowed near the retail stores anymore. Sorry, so now, I, I, what was I thought Jess, about Jess was about to say something. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Jess.
5: Oh, I was just gonna say Lysander was probably sleeping in because he has been staying out all night, every night. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Yeah, you know, it's his coping mechanism. Uh, <laughs> are you, Sometimes are you he parta- doesn't come you, home until the morning, but.
1: Are you partaking any party favors while you are out and about? Uh, like drinking and such? Yeah,
5: he definitely is drinking and doing other such debauchery.
4: Got uh, it. Uh, can you make a Constitution saving
1: throw? So he's a twink. <laughs> yeah.
4: Okay.
5: <laughs>
1: you
5: know he has yeah. his um, s- space tinder, blowing up.
0: So <laughs> space tinder.
5: <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Constitution.
3: Good for Lysander.
1: We just canonized space yeah, tinder. Yeah. Living your best Star life. Wars.
3: Um.
5: That's a
1: twelve. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, and shockingly, you're not hungover this morning.
5: That's great. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just imagining. <laughs> but,
1: like,
2: when wakes up early in the morning uh, to do their studies, and Lysander is coming home, and I just imagine every morning they just pass by each other, wordlessly nod, and exchange no other words.
5: Yeah, and Lysander's journal that I have not published yet, but maybe one of these days, maybe by the time this episode comes out, maybe I've worked up the courage to publish it, there is an entry where um, he came home in the morning and when was there, and they just kind of looked at each other, and Lysander inside was like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. I imagined he came home late in the night, and then just now heard sirens and fell out of bed. <laughs> it was like, what's <laughs> happening?
1: <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yeah, so the, the, the police droid says, uh, these two are not allowed near the retail stores anymore. They have stolen too many things.
2: Oh, one and two. <laughs> when looks back and forth between one and two, and they're holding their their coffee in one hand or their calf in one hand, and they just put the other one on their waist, and look at the two droids and say, "We we talked about we talked about this. We've talked about this repeatedly. Uh, that was a blanket ban on all retail stores. You." you know this
1: come on guys uh uh one says but you said wealth doesn't matter and we should steal things from the man
0: yeah i definitely really heard you say that when i i don't ben. that that this tracks
2: for me i did not mean steal it directly from the store workers i meant steal it from the rich people directly Hi. We also talked about collateral damage. Did we talk about collateral damage? Joey <laughs> is just staring at Wayne,
3: like, it's so early in the morning for this.
0: I'm sorry, does stealing product affect the wages of workers on Naboo? Sometimes
2: stores will deduct it from the wages of the people working at them.
0: This system is really screwed up. Yeah, capitalism is bad, guys.
3: Hi, good morning. Can how how um what trouble are they in? I know they stole things. Um, we're sorry, and they will be more than happy to return them.
1: We have already seized the stolen products. All right. However, is this one and uh, the droid the police droid points at when suggesting there is a conspiracy?
3: No, they just like hearing themselves talk. Understood. Um, but we do enjoy listening to them talk, because we learn things. Sometimes Thank the you, wrong I things. <laughs> I know, I appreciate it. <sighs> okay, so we will take care of these two. We are so sorry about this. Do we owe you anything? I. There's not, like, a droid jail here, is there?
1: Yes, there is. What?
3: Oh! Hey, um, she kind of looks like she's thinking through. Like, do I need to pull this card? And she just shakes her head. What can we do?
1: Nothing. These two are not allowed in any retail stores on Naboo anymore, or they will be arrested and reprogrammed.
0: Okay, so can they come back You're with not us? You're gonna reprogram our
2: droids? It, it, it when puts out their free hand. You're not going to reprogram the droids because they're definitely not going to do this again, right?
1: One and two, like you can tell, they they look at each other and then they look behind them as if you, they think you're talking to somebody else and then they shrug. How do they shrug
5: if they're balls?
1: (laughs) They They, They just kind of move like Bob back and forth.
2: We have learned to interpret this movement as a shrug.
0: The same way Veggie Tales characters shrug. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: we will make sure that they don't do this again because, like, fucking hells of the seven hells, you're gonna touch our droids.
2: From now on, we will have them uh, fight back against the capitalist machine by doing perfectly legal things like protesting or writing posts on the Hollow Net.
1: Very good.
0: Uh, hey, real quick though, can uh, we get the coordinates of that jail, please? The droid jail. Why? No. I I think we're I think we're good. I think. Okay. I think we're I'll, good. Thank I'll find you out so, about yeah. that later. We'll <laughs> Thank figure you so this much. out. Guys, just kind of reaches yeah. up and
3: takes like one and two's little claw hands and pulls them o- over over. Come here, you two messes. Uh,
1: the, the 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 police droids all hover out of of the uh, port. And suddenly, one and two shakes a little bit, and they both cough up uh, a few pearl necklaces, a couple <laughs> rings, and one of them somehow stuffed the a scarf inside
3: them. Yeah, Gaz just kind of picks those up and like, sw- like puts them inside her jacket.
1: <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Good job,
2: guys.
3: No, no, not not good job. There's still laws we have to abide by. Are there? yes zero stop listening to win so much (laughs)
0: hey you know you said how much like win likes to talk and how much we like listening to them talk that got me thinking you should like record yourself on like the Hollow net or something i think people would be really interested to hear what you have to say on like a weekly release or some some sort
2: i i will consider it when we are not in the middle of technically a mission when turns to look at Gods which does remind me, I had meant to bring this up this morning, uh, but before we all get arrested again, uh, perhaps we should discuss our next phase of the mission objective.
3: I thought we were going to Zakral.
2: Zakool. Zakul.
4: At this point, Coriel sort of joins the group, having finished his solitaire game.
3: I mean, that's why I've been, like, meal planning for two months. Aren't we going to, like, the, 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 the cruel, cru, Cruel's?
2: Yes, we're, we're going to the cool Place, I suppose. Oh, is it really cool? It was, I didn't think the, you'd been the,
3: there.
4: Uh, <laughs> it was oh. terrible.
3: <laughs> Good morning, Corail.
4: Good morning. Good okay? morning! The,
0: the, the cards are weird today. Oh, do you, like, read stuff in the cards? Do they, like, tell you things? Uh, yeah, well,
4: no, the cards, well, no, not the cards necessarily, but the Force does, so... Oh, what
0: what the Force have to say today? Uh, it, it was confused. The Force is confused? No, it's gonna
3: be okay. Like, I read our horoscopes every morning, and we're gonna be fine.
0: What's a horoscope? Oh! Nonsense.
3: No, it tells us the future.
5: Blaxander walks out at this moment to see the others and is like, the force said, shut up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> for once, the force and I may be
4: in agreement.
3: That's why horoscopes are always right.
4: Ugh. No, I mean, they're always right because they're so vague. It is impossible for them to be incorrect. I um, mean, okay, we only What's... had
3: one bad one today and it was winds and it said, look out for your left foot in the color yellow.
0: That doesn't sound vague at all. That's very specific. <laughs> that's they, an alarmingly they're... specific.
2: I think Where do so. you
0: get your horoscopes?
3: <laughs> uh, the Hollow net, which is always right.
2: Okay, when sort of with the hand that's not holding cap starts ushering everyone back towards the condo. It's like let's <laughs> let's not do this in the middle of the private spaceport. Um, I have already. I've uh, Actu- gotten many dirty looks uh, from rich people, and frankly, I don't have time to argue uh, socioeconomics with these bastards. So. Don't we
0: want dirty looks <laughs> from them? Shouldn't we want them to not like us? They already, uh,
3: they're already they still our neighbors, look. and we should be nice to our neighbors, though. At least respect. Oh, I haven't been
0: very nice to them at all.
3: Oh my I, god, are- they're gonna key our ships, and we just got one of them painted.
1: Uh, you are alone in this port, just if we are. Okay,
5: cool. Lysander is just like, I agree with Wind, though. I want to keep our reputation okay. I want my reputation okay, um, considering that I a lot of rich people too. have been <laughs> buying me dinner, so I don't want them to suddenly not buy me dinner, so I'm going back inside.
3: You're staying safe, right?
5: I'm not having this conversation. No, I right just
3: wanted to I'm like, not if someone's listening been mean- to this conversation. No, no, I'm just if someone's been mean to you, I need to know who to punch.
5: Okay, so that's what you're saying. You're not implying anything else. No, I know comment. I know you
3: know how to be careful from base syphilis. Oh
5: boy, we're not. not talking back about
3: by that. By the way, this is an E-for explicit podcast.
2: <laughs> Wynne has yeah. now fully placed their hand behind uh two and is kind of moving the probe droids towards oh god is still holding the their little
3: hands
1: okay <laughs> Come on. yeah they're they're, they're they're hovering along and uh the, both of them are remaining quiet while they witness this conversation uh
3: wait as you wait hold on <laughs> she kind of pulls them in front of her you both are way too quiet what's happening
0: the squawk
1: is yelling at
0: us what it's yelling at you
1: Oh, it's very loud. What is it saying? It wants to know when we're completing the
2: mission. (sighs) Oh, was it that time of the morning again? (sighs) Okay.
1: We told them that we don't know. And then they were like, why don't you know? And then I was like, I don't know. And then they were like, why don't you know? And then I said, "Why?" well...
2: Yes, thank you. Okay, we get it. Thank you.
1: We've we've gotten
2: it. We've we've received the, the... communications that are currently being said to us. Uh, I have only had like one cup of cough, calf, so... out. Oh, mm. Wind just grumbles and... Apropos, of anyone else starts wandering off back towards the condo with the hopes that people will follow them.
0: Uh, Zero will uh, go to the uh, computer room to talk to the squonk.
3: Yeah, um, guys follow zero.
1: Okay, okay. So, half, most of the group goes to the apartment, the rest go to the squam. She, she frees uh, one
3: and two to go, like, go with them and think about what you did, but don't listen to win.
0: No, definitely listen to win.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Uh, so for those of y'all that are venturing back to the, the condo, you do have to take a, a, a turbo lift to get up to, because you're on the top floor. Uh, you do have to take a turbo lift to get up there. Uh, but standing in front of the lift area is uh, a large black stone rock who you some of you know as Obsidian.
5: Oh, good morning, Obsidian.
2: Good morning.
1: Uh, on the floor, like right directly in front of it, is this uh, statue. It's about a foot tall. It looks to also have been molded out of rock. Um, it's a statue of a cloaked man wearing uh, a mask that has no features on it. And it seems to be standing on top of a pyramid.
2: What's that? I, I would like to um, attempt to determine anything I can about this statue using my uh, one year of undergraduate history.
1: Go ahead and make a roll.
2: <laughs> what modifier should I use?
1: Uh, I think that's a lore.
2: 24.
1: You've actually seen this a lot. Uh, more recently, this was in the display one of the display cases of the uh, Jetta exhibit at the museum.
2: Oh, I know that. That's from the Jetta exhibit. Oh, I also have... I'm going to sneakily use. Uh, I am going to use academic memory, which allows me to recall anything I have read in the past month that I understand to recall the signage of the exhibit.
1: Uh, so there was a part of the exhibit that was basically called um, you know unknown origins, and there were a lot of different symbols and statuary and art. They came from um, ancient forest religions that have been long lost. And uh, they do describe where they've been found. It's mostly in the ruins of various temples that were uh, unfortunately destroyed in the Battle of Jeddah. Uh, This one in particular was found deep underground. um, And its origin is completely unknown. Its art style is very unique. um, And there's no symbols on it or anything to suggest where it came from.
2: Well, we are, the bad news is we have no idea what that is, uh, but the good news is, is that nobody knows what that is. It was found deep underground in Jetta by someone who's probably cool and swashbuckling and chaotic and gay. Uh,
4: <laughs> that's great. Um, I actually might be able to tell what it is, if I can... It.
2: Uh, maybe touch don't it. maybe don't touch it until, well like he, uh, i mean obsidian uh, was kind enough to to bring it maybe we should find out uh what they want with it
4: yeah it is yes, yes. Uh,
2: before we go putting our little hands all over the the priceless historical artifacts
1: right, are so one in, are one and two with us no uh uh actually yes they are yeah
2: uh, and as Wyn says this, they also take a little sidestep to put themselves between 1 and 2 and the Braceless Historical Artifacts.
4: So, Coria, what are you doing? Um, uh, if I can, uh, I would like to uh, uh, ask uh, Obsidian if I can uh, touch
1: this uh, artifact. Uh, Obsidian doesn't seem to move or react, but you get the impression that it wants you to take it.
4: Uh, oh eh, all righty I'll, 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 I'll grab you little grab hands and
1: grab it. It's really okay. heavy uh, uh, about uh, 20 pounds and it's such a small little thing that uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's not the it's a medium-sized statue uh, but even so you'd expect it only to weigh about five pounds maybe.
4: Uh, all right, in that case, uh, I'll, I'll hoist it up, sort of look at it, uh, and then I'm going to cast uh, the force power telemetry.
1: Oh. Uh, let me see. So the statue itself seems to be a container, and it's using, um, it, it's using the force to keep something within it, and you're unable to sense past that.
4: Uh, oh, uh, ooh, this, uh, ooh, this is spooky. <laughs> uh. Real academic terms we're using, huh? I, I'm not an academic, first off.
2: Yeah, I can tell. <laughs>
4: there is, there is something inside of it—a uh, a force, something. Um. Do I get a sense is the force? more dark-sided that's containing it, or light-sided that's containing it?
1: Uh, it doesn't have a particular, uh, lean, uh, it's not leaning one way or the other.
4: Okay. Um, so yeah, something is in it. Interesting. I don't know what it is. This is fun. You have very interesting definitions of the word Fun. Oh, I mean, it, 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 there's a good chance it could kill us all, you know, so, like, uh, well, not good chance, but chance.
2: Admittedly, I am also interested in whatever happens to be inside this, presumably it's a box? Uh,
4: box, reliquary, uh, um, uh, p- p- uh st- storage, uh, device, um, uh, something so wen looks over
2: to lysander and shrugs and says what 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 do you what do you think does this feel familiar to you is this can you see color i don't know i don't know how the force works i assume it's just like taking a whole bunch of yavin mushrooms but i've never done that I only made it through one year of undergraduate. I didn't get to the fun stuff.
5: Lysander just kind of (laughs) looking at Wynne like, hmm, like, well, I don't know, I've never tried to use the Force like that to be able to tell something
2: like that. Well, and, and Wynne slides to the other side of Coriel so as to place Coriel between themselves and Lysander. This is an excellent learning opportunity.
4: Uh, I concur that I offer the, uh, this statuette.
2: Wynne takes a sip of their coffee as they observe the two Force users, still trying to keep one and two behind themselves uh, so they do not do anything to this reliquary, although they do shoot a knowing uh, conspiratorial uh, aside to Obsidian.
1: Uh, oddly, uh, Obsidian ignores your, your look, uh, but looks directly at uh, Lysander and Coriel, uh, and you both get the impression that Obsidian is saying that this thing is dangerous and you should get rid of it. Mm. But I don't
4: want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- thank you for the warning, Obsidian. Uh, we will take it under advisement.
1: And then suddenly, just like that, Obsidian is gone.
4: Wow. I got
2: to learn how to do that. (laughs) That would make leaving parties so much
4: easier. I can
1: Uh, Yeah, so you all head back up to the condo? Yeah. Okay. cool. Yeah, so at the Squonk, uh, uh, (laughs) uh, guys and Zero, you all uh, enter the uh, the computer room the lights inside of the squonk immediately turn red and on the screens uh the squonk says why are we waiting
3: because you're being flown by organics that have to get together things like food um but we are planning on continuing the mission to zamal <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know the place uh, we're cool? going with zero is that cool yeah it is uh, cool
3: uh, that you're gonna get your memories. Uh,
0: well, hopefully, and hopefully, if that happens, hopefully that will be cool and not horrible and traumatizing. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, Squawk, we're, we're, we're doing the mission. We, You know the importance of, of gathering supplies and, and making modifications and and uh, making repairs. Uh, you know, the, the whole ship had a big old hole in it that took time to, to fix up
3: and we had to make sure our pilot could like, you know, read the text and everything. It's It's been a very busy few days, but we are getting ready to leave soon. We just had um, to finish getting it together and we lost one of our companions. And so that took time to do things.
1: Repairs are complete.
0: Yeah, we, we, we told you, we'll, we'll be leaving s- soon. Soon.
1: What is the estimated time of departure?
0: Unknown.
3: Soon. Unacceptable. What?
1: Unacceptable.
3: I, well, are you paying me?
0: <laughs> um, okay, well, h- hang on. Yeah, so we'll, um, uh, what, what time? It's, it's still the morning.
1: Yeah, right it's still now. morning time.
0: Uh, let's, uh, we're gonna go talk to our crew about what we we want to do and uh we'll get back to you by the end of the day with a rough estimate of the time
3: your kitchen's looking great
1: also organic gauze please note according to other organic win currency has no place on this ship
0: what Oh, you asked, you asked, yeah, you asked it if it wanted to pay you, uh, we don't, we don't do money here
1: on the ship. Despite possessing many resources already in your,
3: I got uh, scared that you threw away all of our money, (laughs) so it's fine, we're okay. (laughs) As long as you haven't thrown away our money, because we actually need that, When can say whatever they want.
1: Uh, you see question marks come up on the screen. Do not understand. If currency has no meaning, then why possess it?
3: Because the rest of the galaxy still needs it. You let me worry about the budget and because we need that to put fuel in you to complete mission, which is where WIN is incorrect.
1: Understood. We'll upgrade existing spreadsheet programs.
3: Thank you. <laughs> Just trust me with the budget, not when.
1: <laughs> Understood. <sighs>
3: I need to get like a muffle for him.
0: <laughs> yeah, alright, we should go talk to the others about what we want to do.
3: So, you've delivered the package, Obsidian. You have done very
1: well. You seem so quiet, though. Obsidian stands before the hollow projector, quiet, stoic, and still, awaiting further instruction.
3: Don't worry, my friend. I doubt they'll follow your advice, even though they should. Curiosity killed the Lothcat, as they say. We'll just have to see what happens.
1: Obsidian remains in a place of silent acceptance.
3: Now, we'll just have to wait and see what happens, my apprentice.
1: Well, everybody, that is our season premiere of season two of For Light and Dice. Uh, y'all, this has been a journey, and I can't uh, thank y'all enough for supporting us, for listening to us. It is super awesome. Uh, by the way, it, I've said this every single show, but you really should check out Gruzkov who's allowed us to listen to. Uh, uh, I'm not not listen to, but used their music. They've composed a wide array of different kind of music, especially music inspired by star wars the high republic definitely recommend checking them out it's the music that we use in the show so if you like the music in the show you'll uh you'll like their all of their music uh if you want to hang out with us between episodes we ha- we are on x twitter whatever you want to call it under the at for light and dice handle uh on that profile there is a link to our discord which is free for everybody to join uh please come hang out with us we're all in there uh, all of us on the cast as well as some of our best listeners so definitely join us. It's a very positive environment and very fun to hang out with everybody. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to our podcast. Uh, we would love for more, more folks to join us on our adventure. Uh, and if you're a loyal listener, we would really appreciate it if you leave us a review. It does help with that little search algorithm so more people can find the show. Anyway, y'all, once again, thank you much, so much for listening, and may the Force be with you. you.